0: It's Europe Calling with Terry Whitehead and Vince Tracy. Items in the news that you might have missed. Europe Calling. very good day welcome everybody it is indeed europe calling and our date today is the 16th of february 2023 the hey. your... our weather today has been different again it's been a bit warmer it's certainly not as cold as it has been over the previous few days Let's go west for about, um, about 30 minutes in the car And we should find Terry and find out whether it's the same uh, around Alphaz. So a very good day, welcome to you Terry, how's your weather?
1: Yes, again, cool when you go out early in the morning But when that, that sun this afternoon was, uh, or lunchtime was really warm The trouble is we go out dressed like onions, you've got different layers and you have to start peeling the layers off that quick as the sun starts to come up. And, and then this time the afternoon when it starts going down, it uh, gets very chilly again. So you have to be a little bit careful. I did see an awful lot of Brits walking around, scantily clad. So I don't think they'll be doing that this time of day.
0: Yeah, I've had a Canadian uh, visitor and um, basically, you know, to walk around in shorts. No, I'm afraid it's just (laughs) been a little bit on the cool side for me. Okay, well, let's see what we've got for you this week as we start off with this one. Here we go. Well, Terry, with uh, the um, incessant onslaught of the similar sort of news, um, I've been looking all over the show trying to find things that um, will give us the chance to have a really good discussion on something that is uh, worthy of note. And this one was an article I picked up, and it's about the lack of international truck drivers. And I'm reading here that it's one of the causes behind the bottleneck in international trade in Europe. Europe. Uh, Demand will be around 400,000 over the next few years and in Spain the required figure is over 15,000. So uh, from the article I was reading trucking as we probably both knew anyway, is a hard and extremely lonely job involving days away from home and nights at unwelcome, uh, ser- uh, unwelcoming service areas or lay And despite the money that can be made, the younger generations are not tempted. Now, there was a lot more uh, in the first part of the article. And then I went to this particular uh, driver called Lazaro. And he always drives at 90 kilometers per hour for nine to 10 hours a day over six uninterrupted days and he takes a 45 minute break every four hours after six days he parks at a service area and stops for 24 hours uh, straight then he starts over again for another six days and after the second six day stretch he goes home uh, to the town of Blanca in Murcia, where he has two days off before getting back to work the tachograph ensures he doesn't break the rules not that lazaro's uh, got any interest in doing so he knows what the job entails and he says and the quote is the worst thing is that you were always away from home i've missed seeing my daughters grow up and now they're grown i was never at the birthdays you're married but it's as if you're not the worst thing is the loneliness at christmas you always spend either christmas eve or new year's eve out here alone in a service area you look around to see if you can find a spaniard and spend it together loneliness uh, you're driving and you're turning things over in your head you look back and think what have you enjoyed about your life about your family always sitting up here you dwell on things like that um quite a bleak picture and i have to say very often when i'm out driving it does strike me how many of these very large trucks are on the road at any given time including maybe sundays if you know i'm going up to see family or something like that um it is a, a, a long job, it's a hard job, and it can be a lonely job. So I think that is quite reflective of um, what I would expect it to be like. Any thoughts on that one?
1: uh oh, you know, as a kid, I remember being about 12 and thinking, my favourite job would be a lorry driver. I suppose because younger kids would have been, would have been a, you know, earlier many years ago, would have been a train driver i don't fancy being a lorry driver simple reason being i just wanted to get out and about and get away from everywhere and a lorry driver would get me the would get me out and about exactly where i want to be of course as you get older you realize maybe it's not quite such a good vocation. um i typically spend about three hours a day on the road uh and a lot of it is on on boring motorway sections etc um but while you were you were mentioning that, uh, and I'm, I'm I'm fully conversant with the problems of the of the drivers, what has what was coming to mind? Um, you don't see that much freight on the railways. Uh, I'll say that because I, t- I took a trip to La Coruña last weekend. That's seven hours each way on a train, even though it's a 300 kilometre sort of bullet train, but it's still yeah. seven hours uh, to get there. And, Uh, La Coruña is probably the furthest away From where I live that you you can actually Travel and still be within Spain It's right above Portugal in the northwest corner but I saw Very 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 little Freight Uh, not that you would When you're flying around at 300 kilometers An hour on a a track But there isn't in the States They're enormous in Canada Massive trains that seem to go on literally For miles pulling freight around But you don't see it in Spain And, And that's that that only just really occurred to me over the weekend, when you mentioning this today. So poor old Lazaro, with his job, and like he says, it's if, if <laughs> you can't you can't say oh, I'm having Christmas off or New Year or whatever. Or, it was my daughter's birthday; I've got to miss that. Yeah, generally speaking, they can't. It is what it is. There's your job. If you start saying you need that day off and this day off, then you're going to lose your job. Presumably, if that's what he's saying. Um, difficult, and you would think. That they would in this modern world, um, they would make use of, of the railways. I mean sh- shipping and containers uh, and, and shipping stuff around the world. These enormous super uh, ships that, that carry these It appears like thousands of these containers uh, that travel uh, Easily seamlessly between countries. Of course when you get to dry land, what are you going to do? So um, I'm actually thinking now <laughs> Wouldn't it be a better idea, uh, for like Spain, for instance, to actually dig uh, uh, what was that, canals, yes, like the, like the Suez Canal, for instance, dig canals in, inland towards uh, areas where these ships can actually get further and further inland and cause less disruption when they, on the roads? Because every single container on that ship is, is a lorry to be filled. And that lorry is going out on the roads and all uh, lazaro is going to have to drive it. There's, there's got to be an easier way of, 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 of getting stuff around. And of course now, everyone's shopping online, so everything's on the road. We don't go out and get it. It comes to us. It rings my doorbell, and there it is. Um, so the, 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 amount of traffic on the road must be, must surely be increased. So poor old Lazaro is going to have, have a harder time on his, uh, on his travels. And when yeah. you get to the cities, it bottleneck after bottleneck in, in the cities. on the main roads it's not so bad you never. never not like england in england uh, traditionally you 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 can be in traffic jams and it's nice to have a bit of free run on the motorway you could be in traffic jams on a motorway quite easily now someone's only got to break down and then you've got a 20 mile uh tailback but here you very rarely see that because Mm. uh, again you you don't see so much traffic on the roads you you don't i'm I'm thinking like i say i'm on the road on average three hours a day but i don't see that many as many as I thought I would see lorries. I don't see that many Lazarus around Mm -hmm. Um, but surely there are of course Uh, uh, but it it just seems there must be a better way of shifting it but my thinking, (laughs) my worry then is leading from what I've just said about not seeing so much transport by train is in the UK they're bringing the HS2 in which is the new high speed line London to Birmingham then up to Manchester and eventually across to Leeds etc. Um, On the basis that it will liberate the 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 railways for more more um, Industrial traffic more commercial traffic more containers, etc And it does to me it appears to me in the UK They certainly use the railways better than we do here in Spain having said that when you look at the size of Spain And you look at the railway network. It's a very 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 bare spider's web. There's not that many lines uh, presumably is the reason why He literally goes from city to city. So poor old Lazaro sounds like he's in uh, in for a hard time for quite some time to come.
0: A couple of things that were in my mind uh, as you were speaking and um, thinking on what we've been uh, starting to discuss. I can't remember... Any decent number of electric trucks that I've seen out on the road, Um, you know, normally you would see something that would denote that it was an electric truck. And um, then I was thinking for the thousands of miles that these guys must travel, I don't Mm -hmm. think that would be very appropriate and if you look at the trucks that you see for example if I go up along the coast I go past Valencia and maybe go to Castellanos, somewhere like that invariably we see trucks from places like uh, Czechoslovakia, Poland uh, they seem to be fairly prevalent Um, so I would imagine that that would be an issue which uh, springs to mind the the fact that obviously uh, maybe it's not so practical to have an electric yeah well,
1: yeah, well funny now you mention it I've never actually read about an electric truck I presume they're there because they they profess you know electric buses etc etc but just thinking of the sheer load and weight that these things have to carry makes you think well, what size what sort of in electric engine are they going to have and how? I suppose part of the part of their load end will be their own batteries you know uh, to to to, to, uh, to charge it and if he's if you but, I mean electric cars can't go four hours at a time can they no nope. and, and I don't think they can charge up in 45 minutes But well, maybe they do I don't know maybe I'm, but uh, if, then a lorry would have to do the same obviously you mm-hmm. only go as far as, it, as his charge will carry him. and with the massive uh, loads and uh, the huge uh, lorries that we get over here um, well, well i no doubt it's going to come I mean pff, people listening to this podcast in 50 years time of their life and they're watching <laughs> stop saying yeah every lorry's electric what's this bloke on about I just don't. It's just, I don't see it now at the minute. But uh, having said that, I wouldn't, I wouldn't know one if I fell over one. I suppose they make less smoke and noise. And but I'm not actually, I'm not actually. Can't think they have actually witnessed a lolly past
0: Well you've seen uh, you've seen buses uh, around yeah, buses, yeah. town so obviously you know they obviously do operate with the larger vehicles. The other thing that uh, crossed my mind was if we go back to say when the balance of payments in Britain uh, was not of an advantage to us which was 1969 in particular was the year that I can focus on when the balance of payments started going skew with uh, and then thinking that Spain is on the edge isn't it it's right at the far west of european mainland so all the people yeah. who would be hauling to us would be going on very long haul to get down to the likes of murthier or down to Cadith um, mm. or you know those sort of western areas so in actual fact it's only when you stop and look at these kind of problems that you realize the kind of jobs these guys are must do um and how big a job it is and how uh, the, the i mean the responsibility of driving those trucks is another thing isn't it it's a massive job really yeah
1: of course it's it, it, yeah i mean occasionally you see a I, I, occasionally i'll see a lorry moving around a little bit and you, you get a bit you know I'll just i'll either try and get past him a bit quick or i'll hang back a bit uh either a, he's trying to reach his radio or something like that or he's on the phone with somebody or uh, he's falling asleep um, but you've got to be—you know—accidents do happen. Um, thankfully, not that—not that often, but uh, it can happen. But it—it's it, certainly a dangerous job. I mean, and like I say, boring. the boring. Poor bloke's on his own in that cab for well days on end, weeks on end. Really, you know, he gets his forty-five-minute break, and perhaps he can have a chat with somebody, or perhaps he doesn't. It's uh, yeah. When now uh, you describe the, the life of a truck driver, it doesn't sound
0: that. Uh, I'm glad I didn't go down that road. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, terrible pun, by the way, Terry. To, to well, re- yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's move on. Here's the next one, then. <laughs> now, this one is to back to the UK. Yeah, the
1: evening, through, and do,
0: and uh, this is one she that uh, could my eye and council officials began to remove part of Banksy's latest painting Uh, this was just after it had been unveiled by the artist, the world famous painter confirmed the Valentine's Day artwork which appeared on the back of a building just off Grosvenor Palace uh, in Margate, sorry, Grosvenor Place in Margate Kent as his own in a social media post and the announcement saw crowds of Banksy fans flock to the seaside town to pose for photos by the painting which depicts a battered 1950s housewife chucking her male partner into a fridge freezer. Just hours later, contractors moved in and carried away the freezer on health and safety grounds. Videos shared online posts of of this. Um, I can't honestly say I'm a Banksy fan. I think that uh, a lot of what I see is not particularly of any particular quality. Um, Not that I'm anything to write home about as an art critic, but I know what I like and I know what I don't like. Um, And I notice that uh, when you get certain things like Banksy and certain rappers um, they always get questions that appear on the likes of The Chase almost like surreptitiously um, investing in everybody's mind that this is a person of quality that we all have to sort of accept Um, any thoughts on Banksy and uh, his work in a general sense
1: well uh a damn sight improvement on that woman who, what was her name? The, the, uh, the unmade bed and the... Oh, Tracy M.M. <laughs> Tracy M. Uh And also uh, one I missed out on completely, which is a pile of sand with a plank against it. I'm, 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 I've, I've had them for years and I didn't realise it. <laughs> uh, and, of course, then the, the famous one that was on the south bank, was it? About 3,000 old tyres was made into a wall. I thought that was absolutely fantastic. Mm-hmm. Um, in that... In that uh, in that league, yeah, Banksy's tops for me, as far as I'm concerned. Um, he's, he's, yeah, he's very he's quite political. He's, he's he's on the moment, uh, and he stirs reaction, and he, and he and he gets it. So it's it's uh, it's an important position he holds because he can influence people's minds. But maybe he makes us think a little bit. I think I don't think he's there to tell us anything. I think he's there to make us think a little thing. I think he's quite clever the way he does it. He could be, he could be political, but he isn't um so i think his job and i think he does it very well is to make us think just a little bit more about certain situations that maybe that we aren't thinking about uh, i don't think he's there to give any other message um don't know who he is uh long may he say stay anonymous because his worth will go up uh, meanwhile they start cutting people's walls out of houses wherever he's been painting um good luck to him good luck to him. it's uh he's quite clever what he does just in black and white, monochrome very hard to do that, and and he creates a a good image, like you, I don't think I'm going to put my hand in my pocket and buy one, but uh, (laughs) I don't mind looking at them, there's a couple around in Altair actually, there's been for years, there's a God knows who he is, there's a guy who goes around doing very similar sort of Banksy things, very, uh, a little, it's obviously Spanish, there's always a phrase to go with it, it's never just a pictorial image, there's always a little phrase uh, to go with it. Um, and and he's he's quite quite good so uh, when I see him better than the usual graffiti that you get splattered everywhere else
0: yeah Um, I suppose really um, what what, what can you really say when you look around and you see a lot of the graffiti really is just grotty Uh, I think this and just putting your initials is just awful. Um, and um, quite honestly, now and again, I think some of the graffiti people, it's a, sh- it's a shame we couldn't have people to uh, catch them at it and uh, get them to then clean up the mess that they've made. But, um, well, they, they should be made to do it. Yeah,
1: They, they, they should literally be made to clean up their own mess. And I would personally go around their houses and take a few cans of spray paint and spray their bedrooms and their clothes and all the rest of it. And ruin their life because you have to have a little bit back sometimes. I think that's the only way you can punish people is give them a bit back of what they've done. So they could give them a suspended sentence or this or this or that, Either, you know, a 10 hours community
0: service. Get out there
1: scrubbing things. And when you finish that, sweep the pavement for the next six months as well.
0: Mm. I um, mean, they that has to be done. They are a different breed. These people, like uh, Tracy I, um, I remember uh, going to see that one in the uh, Guggenheim. No Gug- well, I was up in the Guggenheim, and I thought at the time, you know, this is just utterly tripe. Um, mm-hmm. I suppose the very least you can say is we've all had teenagers that have obviously not made the beds, and uh, do we need to really be reminded of it? I don't know. I still uh, don't. No, <laughs> I don't. Yeah, I've got a woman that does yeah okay well we'll move on let's see what we can find for the next one here we go okay we go to the uk and the nhs So, unpaid bills run up by health tourists have cost the NHS £219 million. This was investigated by the Mail. Uh, patients from 155 different countries have had maternity care, cancer treatment, open heart surgery, courtesy of the UK taxpayers. And they owe £138 million to 98 health trusts, with a further £80 million written off over the past two years. MPs called for an end to the NHS being treated as an international health service when it faces spiralling costs huge waiting lists and crippling strike action visitors from Nigeria ran up the biggest debts owing 6.1 million Indian nationals owe 3.1 Romanians 2.5 Jamaicans 2.2 Americans 2 million a single patient from Morocco uh, was cited has dodged a 333 thousand bill for undisclosed treatment while another the one from Sierra Leone didn't pay 294,000. The highest bills are for maternity services, a total of 19 million, followed by 2.2 million for obstetrics. NHS report warned last August that foreign citizens were travelling to the UK with the specific intent of using NHS maternity services without paying the typical £7,000 fee. The NHS's counter fraud authority said pregnant women were likely to use a false identity or leave the UK soon after giving birth. Data uncovered by the mail showed that Barts in London is owed 4.3 million for maternity care, 84,000 more than Lewisham and Greenwich also in the capital. Barts also has one of the highest overall Bills from uh, foreign nationals with 100, sorry, 13.4 million left unpaid. However, Imperial College, which has 15 million pound missing, tops the list. Also in London, Guy's and St Thomas's has lost 8.3 million, and King's College 7.8 million, including 300,000 from a patient from India, 125 from Russians, and 87,000 from Americans. Northern Care Alliance in Greater Manchester has a black hole of 5.6 million North Bristol uh, NHS Trust owed 4.9 million by visitors from 78 countries including 118,000 from Albanians, 152 from Bulgarians and 687 from Romanians well, it does really uh, show you that the um, accounting is a par excellence, to say the very least. Terry, I mean, this is just uh, about as bad as it could get with inefficiency for me. What do you think?
1: Oh, yeah, but people will fall ill. Um, nobody wants to fall ill, uh, but people do fall ill. Having said that, there's an awful lot of medical tourism being happening in Spain over the years. Um, an awful lot of folk have been coming over here to get their operations. Um, why? Hopefully because, the, uh, well, to my knowledge and, uh, and experience, the medical system here is excellent. Uh, I can phone up now uh, my doctor and, and I'll get an appointment tomorrow morning. I'm going to wait six weeks like in the UK. So I don't see what the magnet is to get there for that. Um, I would imagine that here in Spain things are a bit different. Um, if you if you haven't cut uh, If you haven't paid into the into the system, um, you're not allowed anything. Basically, it's, it's uh, anything. You don't get any uh, any help at all anywhere. Um, so, and to pay in the system is quite expensive. Um, if you're self-employed, it's 300 euros a month for a self-employed stamp. As I think in England, it's about 85 pound a month. So it's 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 over three and a half times more expensive to be self-employed in this country than the UK. Likewise, if you are employing uh, anybody, you employ the employment costs are generally speaking 55% of their wages on top, as an average. Uh, all all the expenses, you know, if, if you're going to give somebody uh, ten thousand euros a month, then you, they're going to cost you fifteen thousand at the end of the day. So you, a lot of money is contributed by employers here. Whereas obviously, in the UK, it's nowhere near as much, and the governments tend to have to, have to fork up for that from other other sources, from general taxation, I'd assume. So here, it is different, and I don't I don't see the same scale of abuse here in Spain that you're talking about in the UK. So uh, that's fully understandable. It's uh, they're not going you're not going to get around it, are they? It's not going to not going to stop until. Basically, it's all about illegal immigration until illegal immigration stops. It's not going to stop in anybody even illegal immigrant Will get ill and need and will need treatment um, but actually coming to the country to to jump on a, a Free bandwagon and get free treatment. So that's that's a different animal of course, but you know if somebody gets ill anybody the tourist comes to the Maydorm and uh, falls over, breaks their arm, they have to be attended to. Well, hopefully they've got some private insurance because they're going to have to pay if not. But if they turn up at the state hospital, I feel sure um, that they will treat them. But they will listen with the bill afterwards. But then again, how are they going to get the money back up? them? But I uh, know Daddy it happens.
0: I mean, when you're looking at the, the sort of figures that are being quoted, it, it has to be... Accountability of some sort, because um, you know, to to be able to say, well, say for example, they knew two thousand pound, but I'm only talking about six point one million on uh, people from Nigeria. I mean, surely there must be some way of a flag, a red flag being raised and people thinking hang on, something, uh, we've now got up to 3,000, I mean 3,000 is a huge amount of money still Um, but I mean when we're talking about 6.1 and various other millions in figures, Mm -hmm. I would imagine that somewhere along the line there has got to be an accountability and and a department which has got to be starting to look at these things I mean this is just ridiculous for me
1: well, I mean, if, if you, well, I use two private hospitals in Bendel, uh, and occasionally the the national health system as well. Um, but if, if if I turn up there and either A, I, if I haven't got a private medical insurance, which I have, or B, a credit card, which I have, you don't get treated. Um, so if somebody turns up, uh, they're the, the not well. Uh, certainly, at the private hospitals, they will not be treated because the first thing I am asking for is proof of insurance. No. Credit card. But I haven't got one. Uh, you go, uh, go and find the the the, the public down uh, to the public hospital in, in Villajosa, which is presumably what they have to do. But I do know that they 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 bill everything at the at the public uh, hospitals now. You 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 get a bill. Um, you know, if you're on the National Health Hospital here in Spain, when you go there at the end of your treatment, or they used to, they used to give you a, a bill in inverted commas of the treatment you've just had, which is. The cost of what you've just had to to not for you to pay, but for you to appreciate what you've just received. Yeah. So I presume those same costs are turned into a proper invoice for people who aren't on the social system, and presumably action is taken against them to try and get the money back off them. But if they've zipped into the country, they're going to zip back out again. Some chance of getting that. It'd be interested to see what the figures are over here. I'll have, to have a look at
0: that. I would imagine if you look at um, uh, y- you know the CEOs of these trusts. Um, once you've got that sort of thousands of debts surely um a trust must have a way of flagging up we are now operating and i mean with all the the constraints and what's going on with the nhs and the the strikes and things like that um you don't have to be the biggest accountant to see that somebody really should have been spotting these things a lot earlier oh,
1: but it's, it's- it's the figures you're talking about a, 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 doesn't it's not even a drop in the ocean in comparison to, to other wastage shall we say uh, i don't think that even well what can they do about it vince in the uk we can't no one has ever been stopped in the uk saying can you prove to me that you, you've a you've got a british passport b you're paying into the system uh c you've got a visa to be here d you've got private insurance it doesn't happen you are treated you know, you, you turn up there. There's no ID system, is there in, in the UK? That's so the problem. Then everyone turns up and says the name's John Smith. But isn't that the problem, Terry? I live, live on Main Street and treat me.
0: You know, I think this is the big problem. If you've got people turning up and you don't know who they are or where they've come from, um, you, you know, I would have thought the first thing you do is you take the take the passport, and and then yep. that doesn't get given back till somebody or some people Fine. are challenged uh, for payment. I've,
1: I've, I've been involved in a, in a in a crash. I haven't got a passport. In the UK they will be treated It's a bit different over here they're a, they're a bit more colder about it But in the UK they will be treated You're still going to get treated And you still will run up a bill And whether you get that money off them Or how you get that money off them Is something else But uh, I don't uh, I don't know it's, it's, I don't think it's in, in comparison to the, the, the big bill That the NHS cost I think the figures we're looking at Is literally chicken feed I don't really To I don't think for five minutes they're actually worried about it. What they would be worried about is, is the number of beds being taken up you know, that could be given to more, more worthy cases. But uh, I don't know. I don't know. In the UK, I do not know what they can do about it. I don't, I do, I don't know what they do about it here. If you haven't got any money, you're out.
0: OK, Terry, uh, we'll move on then. Now you probably will have seen the next one Uh, What I'm noticing is how quickly It's being swept under the carpet So uh, we'll see if you get the same impression Here it comes So uh, the uh, headline Far-right protesters descended On a Merseyside hotel Housing uh, asylum seekers Only to uh, to be met This obviously has got uh, grammatical errors, so I'm just trying to make head of sense of it now, uh, to be met by counter-protesters resulting in chaotic and violent scenes. Sky News, this was, reporting on Saturday, uh, February 11th, that the Nosley MP, Sir George Howarth, has said that the demonstration was triggered by an alleged incident on social media. He went on to criticise misinformation that claimed refugees were feather-bedded inside. Merseyside Police said... Said that two groups of protesters had clashed outside the Suites Hotel in Ribblers Lane were with the pro-migrant group Kerr uh, for Calais, having gone to the hotel to show support for the for the asylum seekers housed there. Uh, Claire Mosley, the founder of refugee charity Kerr for Calais, said, "We turned up because we heard that there were going to be some far-right people there, and we didn't want people in the hotel to be frightened." Um or alone. Uh, but we had no idea just how many people were going to be there. I was very shocked at how violent it got to see these kinds of scenes in Liverpool. It broke my heart. Uh, then it went on and further on the police arrested at least three protesters in the ensuing chaos, which saw fireworks and rocks thrown, as well as a police van being set alight. Mosley told the press association, I'm gay trying to get in touch with some of the poor men in that hotel. I can only imagine how frightened they are. It was like a war zone. We have arrested some of those suspects, and we'll continue without hesitation to review all and any evidence which comes in through closed-circuit television images or other information you may have. The scenes were called completely unacceptable by Assistant Chief Constable Paul White, who said, "We will always respect the right to protest when these are peaceful, but the scenes tonight were completely unacceptable. Putting those present." At Uh, our officers and the wider community in danger. Thankfully, we've not had any serious injuries reported up to this point, but for officers and police vehicles to be damaged in the course of their duty. Um, I saw the pictures on... uh, Unfortunately, I don't like this aspect of what's happening now. The aspect I'm describing is that this is an online uh, newspaper, so um, we now have got videos that appear. We didn't used to have this problem because newspapers didn't use to have videos within th- within them. Mm. So people don't actually see this now uh, for what it is, which is basically, uh, it's an imposition of people who want to read the news rather than, you know, watch a video. And um, quite honestly, um, I did see the videos. I also see that immediately it's the far right that's um, the, 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 the trouble. And for me, I'm not too sure whether it is the far right. Yes, they would have been pr- uh, probably... Uh, leaning a little bit more towards a right wing point of view if we want to take that stance as a left wing and a right wing but as we say all the time these people all join up in the middle and so therefore uh, are they right wing and left wing it's it's a political um, mix which unfortunately some people think it's okay to house illegal people in hotels other people think well no you know nobody's paying any taxes and they're not supposed to be in the country in the first place Okay, difficult one, Terry. Uh, what do you think?
1: I, I feel very sad for for the people in the UK uh, in certain areas where, as you say, uh, all of a sudden there's there's hundreds, maybe even thousands, um, of uh, new people arriving in your area that uh, may or may not have arrived on a on a rubber dinghy, uh, may or may not be legal, may or may not be. Actual refugees may or may not be economical refugees Almost all of them uh, are within a very small age group. Almost all of them are male um, So draw your own conclusions on that and um, for, for, for For that to happen um, in a community is very disrupting No people like change. No people like anybody moving into a community You've got a new person moving to your own. Everyone's a bit suspicious. Who's that? A number forty-seven just moved in. So, you know, and, and people will, will weigh them up a bit of it and see if they're good people or bad people or acceptable. Um, but to to have hotels taken over and, and to see people getting privileges that you don't get, uh, I know they're not allowed to work. I know they only get so much a day or so much or whatever. I know, but they're there. They're they're sucking on the system, which is as dry as a witch's it And 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 people are suffering. everyone was quite affluent and quiet. I say affluent and well off, but everyone ever was uh, like the old days when we seemed to have enough money to go and have a park whenever we wanted one. And uh, like everyone's got two cars in the drive and driving, four televisions and 12 computers and, you know, wherever you we, <laughs> were brought up with nothing, that would have been a comedial luxury. But anyway, that's the norm now. So anybody who hasn't got the norm is, is obviously poor. Um, it, 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 to see that uh, influx of people. Um, Possibly in, in their mind's eye draining the society of funds that should be coming your way or to your friend's way or to your, your family's way. Um, yes, it's going to cause trouble and people will eventually have enough of it. Britons, normally speak, speaking, are, are pretty, they take it on the chin so much. But there will come a time when certain areas will take advantage of it. The left or the right doesn't make any difference. Uh, will take advantage of that, stir up trouble, perhaps create a few fibs and uh, fairy tales about what's going on. And then all of a sudden you've got uh, a reaction on the streets. A reaction on the streets can turn very nasty very quickly. Uh, just cast your mind back to Enoch Powell, that poor bloke. was these names has been mentioned far more since he died than when he lived. <laughs> his, 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 his prophecies, um, we all know his prophecies are coming true. Uh, And how you get around it, I do not know. I have no idea. Other countries seem to get around it quite well. Um, The reason why they they come to the UK, you've got something like an 85 or 90% chance of being uh, admitted as a refugee, whereas I think in France it's something like 7%, you know? That's why they don't stay in Calais or France. The the chances of actually becoming uh, an accepted refugee are very slim. So, yes, they want to get over over the, into the UK, plus as soon as you get there, uh, you've only got to get halfway. <laughs> the Royal Navy will bring you in, uh, and from then on, you're fed, watered, clothed, housed, everything is yours. Um, and to add to the problem, you can't go out and work. <laughs> so, yeah, they're on the streets doing nothing because they're not allowed to go out and work. Terry, so you've you've you seen a lot of people on the streets, can't you? You,
0: you, you have read Agenda 2030, like, like myself like a lot of other people who haven't bothered to read the the agenda 2030 which is on every government's website there is something driving this because you've never if this had been going on at the time of the Second World War Britain would not have won that war um, no. not that anybody particularly wins a war but in the sense of what happened subsequently Britain would not have been the winning side uh, for uh, for people to then be able able to have the the life that went on until all this has started happening you know if
1: only Hitler knew that he only needed some rubber dinghies and they would have been accepted
0: mm-hmm. well
1: all his all his stormtroopers could have could have turned upon folks and then they've been brought in and uh, yeah go on but
0: if we if we lived in Britain now I don't think I would be far right. I don't think I would uh, would, would ever want to be labelled as far right. But I think I would feel like uh, trying to stop this situation where people are coming in and obviously at the moment, uh, you know, you don't see the effect on everybody else. But it will happen one day that something is brewing because you don't get this all around the country for no reason. Something is brewing, isn't it? Yeah.
1: But it's always been brewing and it's very easy to, to, to set fire to it, it's very easy to kick it off and it's going to be very very difficult to keep it suppressed uh, as much as the government at uh, the moment at least they're making the right noises noises that to make it difficult for um, so-called refugees and in inverted commas um, to, to gain access uh, to the UK in as much the, the, the famous Rwanda airline system which Never, never, literally got off the ground, and, but the, ha, something has to be done to deter it. And that the channels are open for bona fide refugees, and they always have been, but they don't use them. Why? Because it takes too long, and it's far easier just to give this bloke a cutler bob, swear blind you're going to work for him on the other side of uh, of the channel in the, in the UK in some sort of god knows what, and um, jump on board with this rubber dinghy, and away you go. You know, a couple of hours' time, you're you're in Shangri La. It's too easy. So, and, until they get to grip and stop this, uh, the easiest way to stop it is to be like France and just let in like 7 or 8%, not the like 80 or more percent that, uh, that, are, that are allowed in.
0: Well, by just the time.
1: Term- just change that.
0: By the time you add in the money that was uh, accruing from debt from the National Health Service visitors um, and the amount of people that would appear to be being given money uh, willy nilly, I better move on, otherwise, um, we'll get stuck Mm. on that one. Okay, so uh, we go next to this one. Okay, so this was one I spotted uh, about the Archbishop of Canterbury claiming he was threatened with parliamentary action in an attempt to force the same-sex marriage into the Church of England. Speaking at a global Anglican consultative council meeting in Ghana, Justin Welby also said that many members of the General Synod have dismissed his concerns about recent reforms. The Archbishop's comments came after the Church of England's Legislative Assembly, the General Synod, Synod, a passed a motion to allow the blessing of same-sex couples in civil partnerships earlier this month. In his presidential address to the 18th plenary of the ACC Mr. Welby said that rules about sexuality in the Church of England have been tabled for discussion as a result of growing atheism in the UK. He told those at the meeting held in the Ghanaian capital Accra that in the global north, Christian values of community and mutual responsibility have been almost eliminated in favour of individualism uh, then a little later on in the article the Archbishop also appeared critical of movements towards greater bodily autonomy and assisted suicide we are a completely different culture in the financially richer world to where we were 30 years ago he said we've re- replaced morality in Christian faith with personal control over our bodies birth with genetically designed babies is not far away and death is something that so many believe we have a right to choose in the way And at the time we want Even my predecessor was uh, But one, George Curry, Has spoken strongly in favour of Assisted suicide in the Houses Of Parliament, in the House of Lords uh, Modern European Global North morality Is a morality for the wealthy The powerful and intellectually well educated It is a morality That does not believe in human Sinfulness and failure It does not believe in forgiveness it does not believe in hope this is where the church struggles um okay a lot of flannel in that from uh the archbishop and uh quite honestly um very very fluffy sort of speak in many ways but uh, you know th- this um th- this is where i didn't see any anything at all that would link any comments uh, from that to the head of the the church which is supposed to be the king any thoughts on whether he should have a, a view on anything
1: oh, well that's the danger isn't it he's supposed to be the the, the leader of the faith uh in the uk uh I guess he is uh, and uh, his mom certainly was uh i don't know he's got very strange views and more would be revealed no doubt as uh, as time goes on, he's, he's matured. Late in life, shall we say, he had some quite radical views early on in his life, but he's matured into it. I mean, he should be. What is he now seventy-five or something? I don't know. Yeah. But um, it's yes, it he, he has somebody has to. Um, how are we going to put this? Somebody's got to tackle the problem of religion because it is a problem. Uh, it's always been a problem. Most wars have been caused by a religion um, mainly because they were the most uh, um, Richest people in the world, but now we've got other people who Elon Musk, etc uh, Gates, etc. who are far, far, far richer Well, no, maybe not, but certainly even richer and uh, they, they, they can probably cause wars if they wanted to But the, the, the church as, as, a, as a God-fearing organisation doesn't exist to me in the UK unless you're the, the Islamic faith, for instance. They're very strong. Uh, they have very strong feelings with their faith. Uh, the Jewish faith, very strong feelings, and like yourself in the, in the Roman Catholic world, as uh, folk with very strong feelings. But you, you count yourself in the minority in the UK. Yeah. Without a
0: shadow of
1: our shadow there. Yeah. The the religion in the UK basically is football or social media, and um, I don't think there's a lot to choose after that. So anybody who can invent a new religion based on football and social media, or even better, the two, is an absolute winner because you're going to get so many people joining your club. And sadly, that's it. It's, um, it, it, it's outlived its, its usage in the modern world um religion terry let me just bring
0: you back to this article because at the beginning and it was a lot of information so at the beginning the archbishop of canterbury claimed he was threatened with parliamentary action in an attempt to force same-sex marriage so in other words in parliament there must be a lobby now which can force the Archbishop of Canterbury, um, one of the leading protagonists in the Church of England, uh, to, to to sort of go along with something that he knows damn well is not part of what he's supposed to preach to others. I,
1: I can't see that mix. Church and state don't mix. It, it's it, You're going back to... Thomas if you're not careful
0: <laughs> yeah but having said that he's <laughs> claiming it so if he's claiming it then if it was somebody else claiming it yes I would totally agree with you it, but you, you know, I think you're next. tongue in cheek when you say that aren't you
1: slightly but maybe okay. not <laughs> maybe okay. something can it's, well, it's as daft as it, it, well no it can happen it's, it, churches are being attacked so it's not it won't be far if somebody in uh, swaddling up the arm with his, with his sword and that can start attacking but if if it, it's in a religion's in a mess uh, worldwide. Is in a mess. It's, it's been stolen and taken and abused and used. Um, we should all believe in God, whichever your God is. Uh, we should all do that and and use Christianity, for instance, that ma- misaligned word that, that makes you think that we're all religious, but we're not. You can be Christian without being religious. It, it's being good to one another. Live and let live. Don't. Why have we got to have Russia attacking Ukraine? Because they want it. Because he can. Uh, but it's it's it's, it's wrong, uh, and it, it happens because we let it happen. We're all apathetic to it, We've, because we are no longer a God fearing, certainly in the UK, a God fearing nation. God fearing. The God. We go back in the Middle Ages. The, the the local priest, vicar, father, was the top man, and, and God was <laughs> was the top entity. Uh, and, and he would, uh, and, and the, the local vicar would would rain down the wrath of God on anybody who, who crossed the law, crossed the line. And it worked. Even God-fearing we were. We're in fear of God. No one's in fear of God anymore. And that's that's very sad. Very, very sad. I mean, but but they'll always... The religions are there, but,
0: but... They'll always get away with this, unless these people who purport to be the archbishops um, actually stand up and say, look, like for example, they they, they were talking last week about uh, changing the Lord's prayer. Um, you know, the prob- the problem is if you've got uh, an impotent who's supposed to be the head of the church, and then you've got impotence totally at the top of the church, then obviously it's like having an army with no leaders. Uh, I really under- I don't I don't understand why they're letting. The belief, Sorry, it's the belief that everything has to be discussed, Vince. When this thing
1: came out about the Lord's Prayer, and you can't say our Father anymore, it's this, oh, Well, it, it, And he came out and said, that we, we will discuss this. Well, well, hang on, what happened to no? Uh, no. That's it. You know, if, if the child's, <laughs> if the child's being naughty, you, uh, no. You don't say, let's discuss this. No. Somebody's got to have the, the cojones in this world to start saying the word no, and put an end to wokeness and God knows what else, and what I was listening to this afternoon about the millions, uh, um, all, the, all the, the the black population, the bulk of the black population in the United States would all do about two million dollars each or something because of repatri- uh, repatriation. What's the <laughs> word? reason or whatever uh, for, for 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 what was suffered during the the, the slave trade, etc. Right. Um, but how far do you go back? You can't keep rewriting history, even in religion or anything else. There is a right and there is a wrong. And that is it. It's not up for discussion. That's how we should live. And it, it, it's the woke society that's that's killing itself. To be honest with you.
0: Okay. Well, look. Um, the 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 major rules, if you like, are supposed to be made in Parliament. So I'll read something else that I think um, uh, is worth looking at. Whitehall civil servants disguise sparkling wine purchases and five-star hotel catering as. Quote, bookkeeping services and administration as part of £145 million of government debit card spending. Rishi Sunak has been accused of overseeing a scandalous catalogue of waste as it was revealed how officials splurged on alcohol, luxury furnishings and expensive meals abroad. Opposition MPs said the Labour Party's new report has revealed a culture of lavish spending while the nation suffered in the cost of living crisis. So the Minister and officials eat uh, in high-end restaurants costing up to 115 pounds per head even when no dignitaries are present Boris Johnson and his entourage spent £4,445 on dinner at Smith & Walensky in New York where a state main course costs up to £95 despite no foreign dignitaries being present Liz Truss and her team ate out twice on Remembrance Day in 2021 in Jakarta costing 1,000. pounds 443 but she failed to pay her respects to the war dead um, you see this goes on and on and on and it's almost like the um, these people that are elected now they they run rampant and it's almost like there's nobody keeping an eye on the the expenditure that they come up with.
1: Vince it's good to be the king uh, quote Mel Brooks. It's always happened and gone on. It will always go on. Don't, don't forget, it wasn't that long ago that the, with the, uh, the MPs uh, scandaled their, their expenses. Because they never took a wage rise, because it didn't look well uh, that the, an MP would take a wage rise, they were told unofficially, just stick whatever you want down as uh, expenses and we'll, we'll give you the money that way. And that's what they did for donkey's years. Under, I don't know how many different administrations, we're not talking left or right here, we're talking the whole bloody lot. It's always gone on, it will always go on. They, they, they will spend the money as they see fit because one reason, they can. It's just going to happen, it'll happen under a, under a different guise, the next one will be something else that will rock the papers in, in years to come, that will blow the water, blow something out of the water, but it, it's, it's, it goes on Vince.
0: well well, you're right but again you see I'm looking at things in the papers and once you join the dots up I mean you see more than just one thing at the start of the pandemic I'm reading now the Conservative government relaxed rules around taxpayer funded debit cards these were first introduced under Tony Blair allowing them to be used more widely Um, this was what the report was saying key users were allowed to spend up to £20,000 in one go with an overall monthly spending limit of 100,000 I've just got something coming up on the screen just gonna move that Um, uh, then uh, it's almost like uh, these things are deliberately sort of (laughs) popping up now you know so I can't read the the detail but um, one rule for them and everybody else can go to hell and uh, this is compounded by failure to correctly categorize payments for controversial things um, such as uh, alcohol. The report found officials spent £3,158 on catering from the five star Gulf Hotel in Bahrain but filed it under accounting, auditing, and bookkeeping services. Um, so, really, what my point would be is it's about time, same with the NHS they got the same sort of audit control that your company and any other people that have got companies would be uh, under the scrutiny of these auditors who come in, look at where the spend has gone and basically be challenging it. But it's almost like it doesn't exist at governmental level. But it goes on in business
1: things. It's exactly the same. It it, it, it happens. In any business, you you need to put something... You have an expenditure, and you think, oh, I, can, that, I can't put that through the books. You find a reason for how to put it through the books. You put it down to something else. It happens. So it's just an extension of the, of the game. Uh, and it is a game. The, you're not, it's not going to happen You're not going to get uh, any country to actually
0: live by its own laws. Okay, well, look, you said it's a... There's, there's, there's a limit you have to accept through that way. Uh, Lightning it up for towards the end of our podcast, having a pint or an ac- alcoholic drink is a fundamental part of the Twickenham experience for the majority. Uh, that much was obvious, despite a Guinness costing £7 and uh, Spirits ain't sixty-five, the queues for the bars were huge before the last game of the second round of the Six Nations. Tony Newton travelled from Howden in Yorkshire to watch England's clash with Italy joined by his wife Claire. Our tickets are £134 each. These are the best seats I've ever had at Twickenham. The last thing you want when you've spent so much money to come here is people getting up and down throughout the game. Uh, it uh, obviously uh, makes him quite cross. I've just been to the barn, spent £18 on two beers and a lemonade. It's very expensive, so we'll only have the one drink. It'll last us the whole game. I don't want to miss any of the action. I think some drink more than others and it's about uh, trying to find a happy medium rugby is still much better than football you don't really get any trouble uh, this particular paper sports mail spotted one couple drinking champagne pre-match and there was even a station for supporters to pour their own pint in the six nations title sponsor uh, guinness a sunday match meant the pace of drinking in the stands wasn't as incessant as it sometimes is for a saturday evening kickoff but there were still plenty of fans up and down during the game as adverts showing alcohol prices were eventually shown on the screens in the Twickenham press box, although that area, unusually for journalists, was one of the driest in the whole stadium, livened up by a few drinks and three first half tries, uh, which you know we did talk about the, uh, the game earlier, there was plenty of dancing in the stands, etc. Et um, but. Uh, It goes on to say the facilities at Twickenham are terrible for such a big stadium, Wembley is much better and a comment from one person in Bangladesh, um, it's not just inside the stadium, the poor residents that live within within the vicinity of the stadium are having to fight the drunkards from urinating, crapping and vomiting on their front gardens. I should know, as I've fought with many of them over the years. I'm all for the merriment but if they can't control themselves and will cause antisocial behaviour, then it's not on. Unfortunately, a few spoil it for the community. Not a very brilliant picture to sort of paint, is it, really? Because I enjoyed the game, but I only saw what I saw of the game and I didn't see any of this other stuff. At what point... i missed
1: miss it. I left the UK in 1974, 75. At what point did you, could you only attend a, a football match or a rugby match if you actually busted out your brain? Uh, wh- wh- when did that actually happen? Because uh, I missed that completely. I said, "But I'll never have a drink on the way out. It depends if you want not have drink, if not, maybe all want one. But uh, at what point was it that you actually get completely stoned out of your box? Uh, before he went to the match, and obviously now, I mean, you wouldn't you don't even try to remind them, When I was young, trying to get a drink of a, in, in the ground. You, you miss half the match just trying to get a fight and you still after getting back. But what, at what point does this, this happen? It, I, I don't see why there has to be this massive uh, expected sale of booze in, in a football ground or in a rugby ground. What well, what's that about? Then they wonder why they get problems. Because Brits can't drink, we
0: know that. Why why do they encourage it? Why is it expected? Well, possibly, possibly that uh, because it's on every night of the week in, in either the shape of the uh Coronation Street pub, Amadale pub or the East Enders pub or whatever uh uh whatever else. you have never see a every drive in Coronation Street or in Emmeral village. <laughs> and um and apart from the fact that
1: every woman knows if you go to a domestic problem you've got to go and buy two bottles of
0: wine and that's the way you're doing. And absolutely. And I didn't realise that I'll show I missed out on that in my youth. Terry it's, it's strange, right? Both of us enjoy a drink, uh, so it's not as though uh, we're saying... You never go out to get blasted off your feet in half an hour, you? Never did, and so n- it never done. will do. Yeah. yeah. Terry, we've uh, covered another week, and uh, obviously yeah. I look forward to your company this time next week. Igualmente, señor. gracias. Thank you, Terry. Yeah. Uh, Bye-bye. Yeah. Yeah.